Welcome back to the Home Man, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and we do keep a McKay Tau to Hi, Garth. In the Man Cave Studio office. Yes, today. talking about creatures with six legs. It's, it's with, a beautiful with thing. With six legs. Only this time around, uh, apparently, we're going to creatures with zero legs. But oh, we're going to do s- slugs and snails. That's just as bad. Your favorite, right? Well, they just make me mad. Yeah. In fact, but I do have a soft place in my heart for them, apparently, because, oh, I shouldn't start off telling. Do you want me to tell you a horrible thing that I did? Please tell me a horrible thing. I don't even know what I was thinking, but I had I had a six year old and a four year old and a two year old. And I'd always this is so horrible. Why did I even bring this up? I'd always heard that it was really cool to pour salt on a slug and see what happened. So I'm an animal lover, but. I'm also blonde. And so I didn't think through, just kidding, blondes are brilliant, but I didn't think through of the poor little slug. So I called my kids around, like, you guys, come here, come watch this, it's going to be so cool. And so I poured the salt on him and it was horrible. Oh yeah. It was horrible. We all ended up, we were all crying. (laughs) We had to repent. It was horrible. (laughs) So I do in my flower gardens, we had a lot of slugs, um, and so I do use the slug bait, and uh-huh. I have no idea what it does to them. I don't ever want to know. But don't don't ever pour salt on them. <laughs> ever. I've done that a couple of times <laughs> myself, and they, they, they don't enjoy it. It's either. horrible. It's agonizing. I think I heard him screaming. It was horrible. <laughs> the anyway, screaming snail. What do you have to teach us, Garth? So snails have shells. They need calcium for that. And uh, so part of what they're looking for is is calcium. Where do you find uh, calcium in a garden? They, boy, I should know that, and I don't. Where right. did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, let's skip that part. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was in the reading. I've just forgotten it. Um, maybe in the paint. I don't know. I don't know where to go with that, so I'll leave okay, it alone. Okay, start over. Sorry. So snails have shell. That doesn't even make any sense. Um, okay, I just have to start over. Uh, so, sn- what damage have you seen? Like, what what problems have you seen with snails and slugs? Okay, so yeah, like for example, if you've got a vegetable garden. Oh yeah. You know. Uh, Horrible. Even nasty. flowers. One of my favorites is to pick up a strawberry and go to eat it and then realize you're about to eat a snail. I've done that with an apple and a worm. Yeah. I did eat it. Half of it. Disgusting. Half the worm is more disgusting than the whole No, you can spend a lot of money on landscaping and slugs and snails can ruin it. It's very frustrating. That is true. They hide in the uh, wet protected areas. Mm -hmm. Um, They come out at night like crazy. Yeah, very common for me to see that uh, you'll have... For example, I'll, I'll tip over a sprinkler timer or a sprinkler valve box. Mm-hmm. And on the underside of that, you'll have all of these uh, juicy, well-fed adult Slug. slugs. Ah, yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, if we're wanting to get rid of those, and we all do, um, it all goes back to food and shelter. Mm-hmm. So the underside of that timer box is shelter. And you really, you can't eliminate the shelter because I've seen as I've been working on sprinklers, you know, you'll have... Slugs that are maybe in between the uh, the sprinkler itself and maybe just a gap mm-hmm. because so you've got the water there, you've got the the grass clippings there, and that's you know that's the sort of environment that a slug can survive in. 
So um, if you can't eliminate that, you know, that's the shelter. Um, the next thing you can do is go after the food. Yeah, but you want your flowers and you want your garden. So what you do is, as you... A, make sure that there's not any leaks in the sprinkler valve box mm-hmm. so that, you know, that's dry. And then you water your lawn less often but more deeply. Oh, I see. And the, the slug and snail baits work really well, and they're very inexpensive. Yes, they do. And so, you know, uh, I, I see where a lot of homeowners will water their lawn every day. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the experts will recommend that you water at most three times a week, but preferably twice a week. And then you actually get things to dry out at some point. And when, when things are dry, the snails don't survive. They don't love it. Right. right. Okay. So they're not going to thrive nearly as much uh, in a twice a week sort of an environment. So being the home medic, what made you want to discuss this topic? What have you run into that makes you wonder? You know, it's, it's just one of those subjects that I think everybody uh, wonders who's going to tell me you know, what to do. Like people run into electrical issues or uh, maybe mouse issues or whatever. Slugs are one of those things where it's really hard to get direct information from one person that can tell you, okay, this is what you need to do. Right. Water less. That's what you and I do. Okay. Perfect. So watering less is actually, um, you know, it it has its own benefits for the lawn, but it's got a side benefit in that you get less slugs. Got it. So, um, damage to the plants and flowers, you want to make sure that you move firewood away. Um, you hate firewood. I really do. For, for any one of a thousand reasons. You want to store that firewood off the ground. Uh, and, you know, of course, if once you bring the firewood inside, hopefully things aren't wet enough in there. The, the slug should just die or crawl away, but then you've got the slugs in your, in your living room. Um, but there, you know, if you're storing that firewood on the ground outside, that is going to be everything that a slug needs. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I can see that. And then um, <laughs> you remove the lumber. If you've got a if you've got a damp basement, you'll want to put a dehumidifier down there. Oh, I see. Do you ever see them in the house? Yeah, they can be in the house if they're wet enough. Ugh. And that's kind of gross. That's kind of gross. And crawl space vents, I've seen people think that they're doing themselves a favor by, by closing the crawl space vents. Um, those should always be open. I, there's just rarely a good time for those to be closed. You need that crawl space to be bone dry. And if they're not, then you're getting rot mold termites, slugs, structural settlement, you know, the list goes on. So um, just have those crawl spaces be dry as a bone. So easy fix, slug bait. Yeah. Slug bait. My mom actually had a favorite uh, solution of her own. What was it? Beer. What would she do with it? Just pour it in the soil? Yeah. So what? No. What you do is you you basically get um, you know oh, a no. shallow pan, maybe a a potato chip dip sort of a okay, and then you put a little bit of beer in the bottom, and they go to that like moths to a flame. And does it hurt them? Oh, they drown. Oh, they drown. It's not like it acids them like. But they drown drunk. Oh, well, then they're happy. Yes. Okay. That's way better than salt. Don't do salt. And I have seen when she did that where there would be hundreds of these drowned slugs in the bottom of these of these pans. Okay. Big tip. Got to be 21 or older, but go buy beer. <laughs> Got to get somebody to, yeah. <laughs> I guess the, the slugs are not 21 or older, so uh, maybe that's, uh, that's illegal. There are them. no rules. 
Yeah, okay. there, there are baits, but just be aware that if you're buying baits, um, you need to place them in an area where only the slugs are getting to them. You know, um, if you're if you've got a dog that is as dumb as mine, <laughs> he you know, and he is slurping up these snail baits, it's not going to be good for him. Right. And similarly, if you see children, you know, if there's children that see this sort of thing. Well, if they're digging in it or playing in the dirt. Right. And, uh, you know, I have this story that I often tell about one of my daughters who just loved. She was, I'm going to say, about 18 months old and uh, old enough to walk and toddle around. And she loved to eat dirt. Oh, my gosh. And anytime my back was turned and we were both outside, she would quickly run over to the dirt and put as much into her mouth as she could. That is so horrible. Did you give her Fred Flintstone vitamins? Because she was wanting minerals. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, my gosh. So, um, you know, and then, of course, uh, dirt in the diapers, et cetera. It was, it was kind of ugly. Yeah. But if That'd you imagine awesome. there being snail baits <laughs> and poisons in there, mm. then, then the scenario gets... That's not much good. more ugly. So, right. you know, you can use baits, but just be careful about what you're doing. Okay. Now, um, let's just skip with the master of your mansion because we're all kind of creeped out. Nobody wants to be master of this mansion anyway. Totally. Homemedicworld.com. And as always, be yourself, McKay, because nobody else gets to be you, right? <laughs> Everybody else is taken. Welcome back to The Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital, and we talk about exciting stuff that just makes you want to grin all over. Oh, these are my subjects I have a hard time with. McKay, this this time, McKay Tautu, voice mm. of happiness. Yep, the voice of happiness, and we talk about roaches. Yeah, now we're going to talk about roaches, because everybody uh. likes to talk about roaches, right? They are like miniature human beings. Like, they're dumb, but they still have an intelligence. They know how to get places. They... They use their hands. They're like gross. <laughs> I did an inspection out Ugh. in uh, on the uh, west side of um, of you know the area that, that that we're in. On the west side. Out on the west side is where some of the cheaper homes are. I will put it that way. And um, you know, I'm looking at this neighborhood and thinking, I wouldn't want to live here. Uh, and, you know, and it was let's just say it was a little scary. So these buyers that came. You know, I didn't want to tell them that anything about, well, this neighborhood looks sketchy. And she was fine with the neighborhood. All that was great. But then she saw one cockroach in the uh, middle of the kitchen, and she was gone. She was no longer interested in this We don't even have home. cockroaches over here, hardly at all. Oh, we, we do. We do? Yeah. It's, all it goes back so to the food So she saw one? Thing. So was there a lot where that came from? Did you find more? Uh, yeah, where there's one cockroach, there's a few thousand. No. Oh. <laughs> My husband's from Hawaii, and there's all different kinds of cockroaches. In fact, one time I was in, um, where we were staying, I was in the bedroom, and this bird flew across the room. Nice. And I'm like, well, there's a bird in here. And my husband comes running in, and it was a cockroach. Oh. The size of a bird. It was, I couldn't even believe it was a cockroach. And they've got a slipper, and they're chasing it around. I'm like, you're going to squish that thing, and it's going to explode. Like, it's going to be bigger than the slipper. What are you thinking? But <laughs> I guess it's old news to him. The other thing is they have cockroaches out there that are tiny. And so if 
if you have an older car, he's from Laie where there's a lot of college students. So it's really funny. They'll like sell a $200 car and resell it and resell it and never registered or anything. <laughs> like the one my sister had, the whole back had a hole. Like you saw the road when you were driving. Oh, well. Anyway, the, co- the cockroaches will infest these cars and there's literally thousands that will live like in the car under the carpet so you can watch the carpet move. Oh, disgusting. It's horrible. It's horrible. But it's a beautiful place. Just don't let one cockroach come. But they, if you don't keep your house spotless out there, you'll have cockroaches. Yeah. And I mean spotless. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. You're the one who brought it up. I think we just ruined a bunch of people about Hawaii. Well, just keep your house clean and don't have holes in your car. So the obvious question, why are cockroaches a problem? Well, do they carry disease? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they're gross. Yes. They're creepy. I don't want them crawling on me while I sleep. Yes. I have those sorts of stories, too. Mm. I I was sleeping uh, down in uh, Guatemala one day, mm. and I felt this thing. You know, I had my arms stretched. I was sleeping on my back at the time. I felt it go across my uh, my <gasps> left arm, <sighs> underneath my neck, oh, okay. uh, o- over to the right arm. And by that time, I wasn't awake enough to flip Dying. it off. And uh, and I got it, and it flipped, I flipped it onto the wall. And then in the morning, yeah, that was a pretty good-sized roach. Oh, my gosh. That is so gross. We were My daughter had a bug collection here on the mainland, and um, I was going to Hawaii, so I found the biggest, juiciest cockroach I could find, and we put it in the freezer because I was going to take it home so she could use it at her bug collection. Uh-huh. It was due for school. And we took it out of the freezer, and when it thawed, it stunk like a dead body. Like, they are not just crunchy stuff. They have guts. Oh. <laughs> it's gross. Good to know. Anyway, okay, so what are you going to teach us, Garth? So, uh, what we're going, I think we've pretty much uh, come, uh, done what everybody is already, uh, you know, we've gotten everybody to a place where they were probably at. You don't want cockroaches You in don't want home. them. So what we're going to do, just like every other pest, we're going to eliminate food and shelter. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're looking for warmth. They're looking for water. They're looking for a nesting site. Uh, they're looking for things like dirty dishes, that sort of thing. Um, and I go back to another one of the stories I talked about when we did the segment on ants. And I left a pile of dirty dishes in, uh, in this kitchen for, I'm going to say, about a week. A week? You're such a guy. I have been known to do that. And, uh, boy, we had thousands of ants notice that. And I'm sure that when that there was plenty of cockroaches, too. And darn if, if for all the activity that was going on in there, they still didn't clean the dishes. Oh, well, I wish they did. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, it turned out not to work that way. <laughs> so you're going to want to fix the leaks. They're also looking for water. If you've got any small leaks, if you've got condensate, maybe you've got a furnace or a, or a central air unit that... Uh, the furnace, whether you got heat or AC on, the furnace will produce a condensate. And if that is not captured and drained properly, I've seen just this week I saw where somebody was draining that directly into the crawl space beneath. Oh. And if you're doing that sort of thing, that makes a excellent opportunity for not only roaches, but all kinds of critters to get in there and, and mold and make a happy life. All the rest of the stuff. Yes. Termites. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So we're fixing the leaks. We're fixing the holes. Um, just making it as difficult for them as possible. If you see one in the daytime, yes, that cockroach has been forced out. Oh, by other cockroaches? Yeah, by the 9,999 other cockroaches that are in the wall. 
Okay. And they decided there was no more room for this cockroach, so he got forced out. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. So call Garth if you see one. <laughs> <laughs> call call me and wherever, you know, if you're in Connecticut or if you're in California, we'll we'll hook you up with somebody who knows what he's Ugh. doing. Yeah. Somebody okay. who doesn't suck. So the 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 they have the allergies, they cast off their skins, you've got the bodies, you've got the droppings, and we all, of course, want cockroach poop all over our house, right? Especially in the silverware drawer, it's awesome. The silverware drawer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you've been around the, the block once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and again, you know, you got the cracks, the vents, the sewer lines, the drains. Uh, one of my favorite stories, again, I, I was down in um, Guatemala at the time. And we had these flip-flops. We called them genus. Okay. And um, I came to really like my genus. And so and, and down there, you know, you're supposed to wear those in the shower. Uh, I guess because there's, there's nasty stuff actually on the shower floor that you don't want in your foot. Right. Um, so I was wearing those, and I actually was in a place where there was a hot shower. And I was digging that. I turned that water on, and I was having myself one hot shower. Awesome. So that was good. Next thing I knew, I was being joined um, by a hundred exceptionally hot cockroaches. Why? Because you were forcing them out? It was too hot? Yeah, it was too hot, and they were looking for an escape route. Oh, that is, I, that's what bad dreams are made of. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about this anymore. So... So I had to, thankfully I was able, I was wearing my, my genus and I was able to stomp on oh these cockroaches gosh, that's just horrible. because if I had been barefoot, I, I'm not sure if I would have stomped on these cockroaches no. barefoot. I can just hear the crunching. Ew. Okay. <laughs> so if you're going to get rid of them, don't try to do it yourself. Call somebody, right? Yeah. Doing it yourself can be a losing battle because uh, they hide better than we find. Okay. And so you're going to want to get an expert and, um, you know, and experts are great. They do what they do. But uh, what a, what any experts will do, even the ones that I recommend, their primary thing is to kill the cockroaches that are in your wall today. I'm about going a little further than that. I'm about identifying and eliminating the reason why they're in your wall today mm -hmm. so that they don't just start the process over again tomorrow. Right. So uh, that's the kind of thing that I would uh, also recommend to you in addition to the exterminator. Okay. So more information, homemedicworld.com. Finally be yourself because everybody else, they're taken, right? By cockroaches. By cockroaches. Taken over. Ugh. Two o'clock. Do we do bed bugs? If we can do it five minutes. Okay. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and bed bugs out of your house. Yeah. Gotta love this subject, too. McKay Tautu. We've had a good time. We've been I talking about- I have a hard about, time with these crazy crawler. Ugh. Yeah. Wasps and yellow jackets and slugs and roaches, and now we're doing bed bugs. Bed bugs. Even better. Yeah. So, um, you ever you ever seen a bed bug? Only on, like, Dateline. <laughs> I have actually uh, not. I I've seen a bed bug at the time. I didn't know what it was. He's about the size of a watermelon or an apple seed. A watermelon. Yeah, a watermelon seed. <laughs> uh, and an apple seed. That's big. Yeah, 
And yeah, I I was in a bed where they had bed bugs and I couldn't figure out why I was being bit. I thought it was fleas, Mm -hmm. but they went around my belt line. And then every time I moved during the day, my belt was agitating all of these bites. That is weird. They just went there. I was not a happy camper. So where have you seen them? Have you seen them in your inspections? Uh, you know, I don't look when I'm doing, uh, for example, I guess a, you're looking a at bedroom. Yeah, I'm looking at windows. I'm looking at electrical plugs, mm-hmm. maybe the door, the ceiling, make sure there's no water entry. So, yeah, I'm not checking mattresses, mm-hmm. but this is certainly one of those things where homeowners are going to have questions about, uh, you know, I think I've got bed bugs or uh, whatever, and what do I need to do about it? So I think we probably ought to cover this subject too. Okay, so how do we get rid of them? So the uh, the getting rid of them is going to be, well, let's understand them first. Okay. They're going to feed on blood, yeah. which means they, uh, they hide pretty much in any corner of your mattress that they can, and then when you're sleeping there, they're going to waddle up, and they're, they're going to basically just chew on you. <laughs> okay. So they're going to chew through the skin and then until there's actually blood, and then they're going to feed on that blood. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that to the most perfect visionary <laughs> picture in my mind. They are active at night. They're going to hide during the day. They're looking for cracks and crevices uh, in the mattresses, the seams of the mattresses, sheets, furniture. Um, I actually saw a show once where they had thousands of bed bugs, and they they knew that it was in this mattress. So their fix was to get the mattress out, only they didn't cover it. And so in the process of moving... They dropped bugs all over the house. They, they yeah, spread the infestation oh, through lands. the entire house. Common sense, people. <laughs> You've got the defecation, the black and brown stains that you can sometimes see. They will leave the blood stains, actually. That's awesome. They will, they will chew through your skin enough that it will bleed. And they'll often leave what's called a zigzag bite pattern. So, and I don't know why they do that. Maybe we should interview one of those bugs sometime. Sure, you you do that. Yeah, so they'll they'll just kind of go, uh, you know, down and over and down and over. I don't know. Uh, who knows why they do that? But that is one of the one of the patterns to look for. Um, some of us aren't sensitive at all to those. You know, the, we can ge- we can be chewed and be just fine. My brother-in-law qualifies in that category. <laughs> For me, pretty much anything bites me, and I'm suffering for a week. Oh, well, just the thought of trying to sleep while there's things crawling on you and biting <laughs> is not okay. Yeah, you're not okay with okay, that. Okay, now can we talk about getting rid of them? Let's talk about getting rid of okay. them. Okay. So the first thing we do is we're going to remove the clutter. All right. For example, if let's say that um, we have a pile of uh, bedding that um, we're leaving maybe on the floor to the side. Mm -hmm. And then that goes on the floor. It's left there for who knows, maybe all day or uh, maybe it's, maybe we just have bedding that's, that's back up. So if you've got that, that sort of thing going on over there, you're, you can have bed bugs in there. Okay. Um, You can have, basically if you just have a lot of clutter in the bedroom, uh, every every space between the clutter is a place where they can live. Yes. So you're going to want to eliminate that. Wash and dry the bed linens on hot. Mm-hmm. You know, because the hot will kill them, of course. Um, be wary of secondhand furniture. Yes. I did an interview. Uh, we were doing a 
a makeover for a guy who is a pastor to a number of um, immigrants. Mm -hmm. And so he gets a lot of secondhand furniture and those kinds of donations. Mm -hmm. And he says that the number of bed bugs and cockroaches and mice that get donated along with all of those bags is insane. Oh, that is horrible. Okay. So be very aware of that. Now, again, if you're going to uh, maybe, um, I don't want to say Motel 6 because... That would yeah, piss I stayed in Motel off. Six, and it was pretty nice. Yeah, if you're going to a, a pretty much any motel or hotel, high end, low end, mid end, whatever. Yeah, anywhere, yeah. honestly. Um, you know, you're going to want to be very careful about what's going on there mm-hmm. because the bed bugs don't care how much you paid for the rent. No, they don't, and you don't know where someone's been. And inspect after the trips. So if you got service calls, if you got guests coming in. You know, we all have people that come in and visit us for, you know, anywhere from a day to a week. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're, you know, they're more entertaining than others. But the, but there's always the risk of having them bring in some bed bugs with them. Sure. As part of the guest list. Okay. Not invited. Not invited. So, yeah, just take a long, hard look at things after after they leave and make sure there's no additional visitors that you didn't invite. Good to know. Keep bites clean and disinfected and uh, ointment so that they don't itch. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I think we covered bed bugs. Yeah. Okay. I think we're done. I feel good about it. Let's be done with the bed bugs. She, I, I, this is a concept. This is a subject that she really wants I, to just nope, keep I discussing. love you, Garth. I don't love the bed bug thing. <laughs> I'm itching all over. More information at homemedicworld.com. And finally, be yourself because only McKay gets to hate bed bugs. Yeah. <laughs>